This is Randy Rosetta with HubsyPreps.com with this week's edition of the Patriot and Lady Patriot podcast, sponsored by Grease Monkey. I'm with Hannah Wimmer, the Lady Patriots. You guys going by Patriots or Lady Patriots in I softball? I like Patriots. It's, okay. it's simpler. It's what our unif- one of our uniforms says, and there's no, you know, we're the only softball team. Right, so there's, there's not no a boys, boys softball team. team. Yeah. It's so I go back to. Covering Texas Tech way back when, and it and took me a while to get yeah. used to ra- Red, Red Raiders, Raiders Lady Raiders. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with whatever. Um, yeah, friendship folks have drilled it into my mind that they're all Tigers out there, so Kay. it doesn't matter. So Kay. we will call you Patriots. So, so it's just the Patriot podcast. And I said Hannah very dramatically because I told Hannah I had to make sure I didn't refer to her as Kayla Limmer, her sister-in-law and a good friend of mine who was like, is like the was the go-to person at Monterey for several years, and now she still shows up at Lubbock Cooper stuff with your brother. Yes, my brother's on the broadcast team for mostly football, but they've kind of branched out with basketball and maybe some baseball and softball in the spring. But yes, that's the Chris Lovell influence. Chris Lovell's like spreading those <clears throat> media yes, wings. It's a so. family. It's you know, and our, for me, it's a family affair. There. There you go. My dad too is. Gotten really his arm twisted to be okay. a cameraman as well. So all right, well yeah. you don't have to worry about only seeing people at Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving. Exactly, you're going to see them all over yeah. the place. But they're going to come out and they're going to watch a lot of softball this spring because this is the first year of Liberty softball, first year of everything at Liberty. But I'm going to guess that you're pretty excited. You've got a very of all the coaches out here, you may have maybe you and Caitlin mm-hmm. have the strongest connection between the old school and the new one because. Yes. You were a Cooper Pirate. Yes, correct? I was for a long time. And played there, assistant coach. Yeah, played there. Um, I was only an assistant there last year for okay. one year. Um, but yeah, the the ties are they run deep. With Who did you play for out there? I played for Landon Whitten. Okay, so mm-hmm. we're going back a ways. Yes, I'm, I'm just not trying to age you. Yeah. <laughs> because when I started the site, uh, was it Krista, or who was the coach prior um, to Sherry? Prior to Sherry was Liz White. Liz White. Yes. I've, Chris, I've got Chris yes. in my mind because she's the Monterey, Chris mm-hmm. is the Monterey track coach. Liz stepped away and she joined the real world. Yes. The non-coaching world. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband were coaching the team together. Yes. So that, you missed that. You yeah, I, I, Landon's first year was my freshman year. He was at Cooper a long time ago, left and went to Monterey, I mean Coronado, excuse me. Very different. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then he came back to Cooper when I was a freshman. He stayed there. I want to. I mean, I want to say Liz took over, maybe twenty seventeen or something. Okay. So he was. He had a good solid run. Um, probably, I guess ten years, maybe a little shorter than that. But yeah. And then, but yeah, I was landing for me the whole time when I was at Cooper. And I can't age you because yeah. you're still very young, and I know this because. I'm getting ready to go talk to Brad Winchie when mm-hmm. we're done here. And uh-huh. whenever I bring you or Caitlin up, he goes, oh, yeah, those those were my students. Yeah, we I, were. <laughs> I taught those. Which Brad well, he was still, still a young coach when he was our students. He's, he's, still, he's still young. Well, Brad played, so I was at the AJ late 90s. Brad was a player back then, so I yeah. have to consider him still young because yeah. that makes me feel young. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I mentioned Caitlin. Um, I remember talking to Morgan when we first their season first started. Mm-hmm. Caitlin and her volleyball girls – Set a bar for the rest of the school White year for everybody yes. in athletics. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, we were talking before I turned this on, 
every sport here has been a little bit different mm-hmm. because you've got girls who have played softball at some level, and softball is different because summer is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. But you were showing me your current roster. You've got some girls who have that summer experience, and you've got some girls who are sticking their toe in the water for mm-hmm. the first time. How does that kind of enhance your excitement for what you guys are getting ready to get going? It is exciting. It's almost, you know, the girls that have the experience are almost kind of assistant coaches for me right now because, like, I, I'm waiting for the girls that are still playing basketball, but I'm also waiting for my assistant coach, Randy Damel, who okay. is coaching basketball still. So, you know, it's exciting because we're kind of just starting, I mean, with the, the program in general, we're starting from the ground up, but we're teaching some of the very basics, and so... It's exciting to kind of, you know, give, have, see the moment of, oh, I get what you're saying from those girls who haven't played before and to see them start to get things, it's exciting. And then having everybody start to get it all together as a unit, it's, it's been really exciting. Still, you know, our first scrimmage was this past Saturday. So we still got a lot to work on, but there were a lot of bright spots in that scrimmage that I'm excited to build on. Because we're late, this late into the school year, you're, you've kind of gone in stages. You got to see them in summer for the first time, mm-hmm. I guess for the first time. You, you probably knew a few of them. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of go through, you see them, maybe some of them play volleyball, some of them play basketball. You get that first practice, and you mentioned the first scrimmage. All of that kind of stair steps. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different when they get out there, especially for a night game. And I know people talk about under the lights, and that's a cliche, but that is a little bit different. Yeah, it is different. It's exciting. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, seeing them in summer. I knew a few girls, but to be honest, I, I, I mean, I was at, I was assisting at Lubbock Cooper High School last year, but I was not near Lubbock before that, and so. I met a lot of, some of the girls last year, but a lot of them, most of them was, my, the summer was my first interaction with all, most of them. So, yeah, it's it has been, you know, part of it is you know, meeting all the kids at once was like a little overwhelming. But now that I've had them in the off season for the whole fall, and then we got straight into softball once we started back in the second semester. So we've gotten more as coaches we've gotten a whole lot more comfortable with all of these kids and have started to build relationships so yeah I'm excited to see them at the first game and see how they compete um first games against Canyon High School so I'm excited to see that Canyon's been around for a while Mm -hmm. yeah the the dude who's got a pretty good thing going at Monterey coached there before yes Uh so they're pretty well established yes and uh and I we Lubbock Cooper High School plays them every year, and so that was the reason for the, you know, my connection with them. Um, and, you know, it's going to be different playing them with a 3A school with a bunch of girls who haven't played softball before. But, you know, it's it's exciting, um, and I just I hope they are as excited as I am, um, but I know they're going to compete either way. So, so you mentioned coming back. Where Let's do a little bit of background on okay. you. You played at Lubbock Cooper. Where did you come back from? Um, so I finished, or I, so once I finished at Cooper, I went and played softball at WT and then did grad school at Tech. So I came back to Lubbock for a couple of years. Right after grad school, I moved out of the country to Taiwan. Um, I was coaching and, and doing some athletic administration at a, an American school in Taiwan. Okay. And so that was five years, and then last year was my first year back in the States. Um, so, yeah, I've 
that's what yeah when i say i was away from lubbock i was pretty far away yeah, that's a little bit different well than removed texas. from west texas a little bit so i moved to baton rouge and i thought that was different but <laughs> that's even a yeah. different level of different yeah and but to me that maybe that gave you a good foundation of how to coach yeah it, honestly and it was um i was just telling somebody this the other day they the softball team i was coaching in taipei they had just switched from slow pitch to fast pitch the year before I got there. So when I showed up, my AD there was like, you are the one, you're the only one here with the most fast pitch experience. So you're taking this program over. I'm like, well, okay. So I didn't build that program from the ground up, but really developed it and had to teach them from the basics, you know, just teaching them from scratch how to play fast pitch softball. So I have a little bit of experience with just, you know, starting something new. Um, but, yeah, so that's – I've kind of gotten to do it twice now, uh, build a program. So, yeah, that was where that, – yeah, that was where I was for five years before I came back here. To me, softball is a little bit like volleyball out here too. So when I was at the AJ, basketball has been – girls basketball has been king or queen or however you want to put it for mm -hmm. years out here, and it still is. Mm -hmm. This was late 90s, early 2000s. Softball and volleyball were kind of like, hey, let's do this to you know, fill some time and stay in good shape. Yeah. That's not the case anymore. Volleyball's exploded. Softball has really exploded. I mentioned Brian Crockett, Monterey, what he's got going. J.J. Mm -hmm. Johnson, just for years yeah. at Coronado. And, but, like, every program, as when we get towards the – I'm not putting any pressure on you, I promise. <laughs> I just – every year I'm used to it, when we get towards the playoffs writing – you know, seven out of nine Lubbock teams are going to go to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's almost to the point where, I don't know if expectation is the right word, but teams are good out here now. Mm -hmm. How excited are you about that to have been kind of part of the, I don't know if, I, because I wasn't here, I wasn't privy to what was going on, but to have been part of the growth process and now get to be a coach in that. It is really exciting. Um, yeah, like you said, being, playing in the time that I did play, it was, you know, I grew up playing with all the different, um, all a bunch of girls from all the different schools in Lubbock. So it was kind of exciting to see not only our team making it into the playoffs and pretty far into the playoffs, but, you know, I had a ton of friends at uh, Friendship, Coronado, Monterey, played with them when I was little. So that was super exciting. And, you know, I'm excited to, you know, we're the new kids on the block, but I hope and expect to, you know, really compete in our district and be one of those teams in Lubbock that makes the playoffs. Um, yeah, that's, we're going to have a good district. We've got, it's the same as the basketball district. Um, so the Idaloo, Shallowwater, Slayton, Roosevelt, Childress, and um, Abernathy. And so those teams can compete. Just looking at from the scores from last year, you know, I wasn't at, I wasn't able to see any of those teams play, but seen I've seen the scores and um yeah it's going to be a good competitive district and hopefully we can make it out and get a playoff spot from it you hit us something it's, it's kind of a cool mix here in Lubbock because you have some coaches who've been around mm -hmm. for a while uh, Sherry's been coaching maybe since before I'm, I'm not going to try to age you well I, I'm only saying this because she just I just watched her podcast with Chris Lovell she said I think this is her 35th she was coaching. coaching when I was at the AJ, and yeah. I joke with her now that. And she coached. She never coached me when I was little, but she coached some of my really good friends. 
Well, back in SPGF days. And I was going mm-hmm. to mention uh, Daniela at Lubbock High, mm-hmm. Mo at Coronado. Those are, are are those kind of your. Yeah, they're a little younger than me. Um, See, I'm trying to I'm yeah. trying to give you some years back. I know, right? Um, but yeah, the I think Mo's probably t- oh, t- two or three years younger than me. But I kind of remembered her from when she was at Friendship because when I was still in high school, that's where she was. So okay. I didn't actually really associate her with Coronado until she started coaching there, just because I didn't play against her at Coronado. So, um, but yeah, it's not. It's cool to see all the familiar faces from I, back in the day, not that long ago. But now, did you play yeah. against teams that Brian Cronk coached? Y- yes, okay. I think he was at Monterey one year when I my senior year. Um, but yeah, I I think we must have played at Canyon when he was there. Yeah, probably I guess so. so because he had a good thing going yeah. there, and then Robbie Dickinson's been at yeah friendship yeah. for a long Robbie time. Robbie Dickinson so. had a ton of friendship friends. Um, even I know Robbie's son uh, Britt from mutual friends too. So known Robbie a long time and have played ragball in the Cahoma ragball tournament and hung out with Robbie's family there too. There you go. <laughs> and the reason I bring all that up is because for a coach who's getting something started, you've got a lot of brains that you can kind of pick yes. and say, hey, how did you do this back then? And mm-hmm. you've got younger coaches who are kind of – because Daniela took over for Sherry at Lubbock High, and she has kept things going. Mo has – you take – she's the second coach after J.J. Mm-hmm. at Coronado, but to me it's still going to take a long time before people don't think of Coronado yeah. softball and J.J. Johnson. Mm-hmm. So you've got a lot of different people you can kind of look at and say, hey, how did you do this or – I see how they do it. I want to try to emulate this. Yeah. How how helpful is that? It's very helpful. I will say Sherry has been super helpful, and she was one of my biggest supports whenever I had was in the process of coming over to Liberty. She was, you know, it it wasn't my favorite thing to do to not be coaching with her anymore, but she was so supportive, um, and she's been a big help um, even just – from the very jump of trying to schedule games, um, just the contacts that she gave me. But yeah, we, we talk all the time about, you know, the, you know, the fun parts, the frustrating parts about, you know, coaching and I've asked her for advice and yeah, she's been a big help. So she's, I, it's hard for me to say she's one of my favorites cause I've, I, softball coaches in general just are a, a good group to mm-hmm. easy group to get along with because yeah. they, like you said, like I said, like you, there's some that's done it for a while, and then the young ones are so eager. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting mm-hmm. you as a young one. So okay, um, I'm fine with that. Well, let's <laughs> talk about the girls you have that you your core group right now. No, okay. and they, they may be still coming from basketball. Who are, who are kind of the three or four or five or, that are kind of the foundation? Uh, three or four. So um, I mentioned before we started. Um, I've got two. Um, sophomores that were on my JV team last year at Cooper, Mia Gonzalez and Hagen Walker. Um, they'll be big parts of the team. Uh, Mia is an infielder and outfielder. You can pretty much put her anywhere. And Hagen's going to be our catcher, and she's pretty solid behind the plate. Um, and then Lainey Gibson's a freshman. She's been playing her whole life, baseball and softball. So she's solid. Um, she's I can put her anywhere on the field. But early on in the school year, when we weren't sure what our pitching was going to look like, 
she started working on her pitching, and she's really good at it. So she's she'll got be, some background, family background yeah, there too. Yeah, and she'll so Holt. she'll be a solid um, part of the pitching core. And Chloe Edwards is a freshman; she'll pitch too. And Chloe can also play some infield and outfield wherever I need to put her. And then we've got some newbies to the sport: Peyton Bozeman, uh, Jacelyn Justice, and Taylor Salinas. And they're, you know, they're taking they're probably feel like they're drinking from a fire hose right now but they're taking everything I've been telling them and adjusting as we go and they're learning everything on the fly so well, the last two in particular Jacelyn and, and Taylor are coming from yeah they're incredible volleyball yeah season. incredible volleyball team and they're still playing club volleyball too so um we're working with their club volleyball schedules as well but they really decided that they wanted to give softball a try so that's what we're doing, and they're really stepping it up. A couple girls coming from basketball who they're they're not going to go to the playoffs. Um, Morgan's probably going to get mad when I mention that. I'm just going <laughs> to, but they've been very feisty, very competitive. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of taken what volleyball did, and because again, girls basketball in West Texas, if you can compete, you're doing something. Those yeah. girls are coming from a program that. Yeah, had to really fight. They from the they had to fight the whole entire district, and you know Morgan has established a really good program, and she, you know she ex- she sets the bar for them. She's got high expectations, and so I think that's having them having had played for her for the last few months. I think is only going to benefit the softball team. Um, you know, it's a very two very different sports. I get it, but just having the mental toughness and that competitiveness is going to be really beneficial for us and you're I guess the last one other track coach uh, they kind of get to deal with this too Mm -hmm. this whole school year out here has been you guys get that blank canvas Mm -hmm. to work with with some athletes who have experience some who don't but there's no shortage of eagerness no matter what the experience level is yeah um, at the beginning of the year, I, I mean, I knew we were going to be able to field a team, but I really wasn't sure because the girls weren't sure because they were excited to try everything, but they were also kind of, well, I haven't played it. Is it okay if I've never played? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We're going to we're, we'll work with everybody. Um, so I just, you know, finally now I'm starting to see how our team is taking shape. But I will say in the fall, I, I had no idea. I had, you know, the I, good idea about this about a handful of them. But the what the rest of our team was going to look like, I wasn't sure. So now that I finally have a picture of it and who's going to be on it, I'm really excited to finally get them all together. And, you know, basketball, they'll, they'll finish strong tonight against Slayton. But um, I'm excited to get them and get rolling with the rest of our scrimmages in our first game next week. So... And you get to you've got to kind of see what Caitlin and Morgan have done. This is a three or four year process. It's not sometimes for coaches. You guys, it, everybody wants immediate results. Mm-hmm. You know the whole cliche about this is a microwave world. That might be more parents than than um, coaches. But you kind of get got to see how they've started the kind of the foundational stuff now. Mm-hmm. How exciting is it to see what you get to do now with these girls for? either three or four years. Yeah, it's really exciting because you get to see them. I mean, hopefully they all, everybody sticks around, but you get to see them as, you know, young. I don't want to say immature in a negative way, but young, inexperienced freshmen, and then hopefully see them become leaders on the team two, three years from now. 
um, and be all the same team for that long. Um, I remember being a junior and a senior playing softball, and luckily we had pretty much the same group then, but even those two years with the very similar team was made the world a difference for that second year. So I'm just excited to see, you know, the kids that are going to be on the team for four years and what they do down the road. And how eager, or Kim, have you gotten a sense yet for how eager they are? Because oh, I've, yeah. I've got a sophomore at home, so full disclosure, I'm, I speak that language yeah. somewhat. I'm, I'm a girl dad, so not that well. <laughs> but I know that everything's so new to kids that age, and they... I'm not sure they understand how cool it is to be doing what they're doing. Yeah, I think there is part of that. But then I'm also seeing some of the kids already really take ownership of what they're doing and when they step on the field and this is how we're doing things. And so, you know, they're they're going to be leaders regardless of if they want to or not. So the fact that they're already stepping up and taking on some leadership roles and establishing some good foundations it's been really exciting to see and the, the patriots not lady patriots get started next week i've just typed in all the schedules so everything's kind of a yes, who do you guys start week, with uh, we start with canyon high on tuesday the 13th and it'll be we're playing all of our home games at lubbock cooper high school okay. at first united park um so we have a home game against canyon on tuesday so and then we just start hitting this tournament season immediately yep. so we're playing slayton tournament uh, the first weekend, and then Midland Tournament, and then Seminole Tournament. Okay. All three weekends in a row. And that, that's where girls were learned pretty quick. Yes. Softball's a little bit different than the other sports. You just yeah. keep, keep grinding. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. dwell. You can't get too high. So Exactly. Yep. And the Patriots get started next week as Hannah, I almost said it, <laughs> as Hannah mentioned against Canyon. This is Randy Rosetta. This has been the Patriot Podcast, sponsored by Grease Monkey.